Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Pamela Ngubani, General Manager of South African Friends of Israel, joining us now. Pamela, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Michael. Nice to talk to you again. Yes, indeed. I thought the name sounded familiar. Uh, I'm not calling you up purposely to interrogate you, by the way, Pamela. Just great to chat to you about the initiatives that are going on with uh, the initiatives of uh, South African Friends of Israel. So what we'll be doing is discussing uh, Israel's growing ties in Africa, it would seem, looking at the importance of uh, cementing relations of Israel and Chad, the benefit of the nations and plans put in place for 2023 that are going to relate to that inauguration with Chad. But before we get there, first of all, tell us more about uh, South African Friends of Israel, its objectives and its aims. Let's just recap on that. The ultimate aim of South African Friends of Israel is to make South Africa a pro-Israel country. So on the surface, it looks like that's an impossible task with what mm-hmm. the government is doing through the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, right. you know, using every single opportunity they can find to um, disrespect Israel, vilify Israel, and apply shocking double standards to Israel. But generally, so African people are either unaware right. of this negative narrative towards Israel or actually hold a very positive view of Israel. Um, and this cuts across the board, but within the Christian community, right. and 80% of the people of Africa identify themselves as Christians, within the Christian community, those who do not um, find themselves in organizations with the replacement theology perspective, which says that the Christians have superseded the position of the Jewish people in God's covenant, right. um, which are actually a minority, but very vocal. Mm-hmm. But most people who actually understand that the covenant that God made with Israel is eternal, they hold a very positive uh, view of Israel. And when they hear the story of Israel and of the Jewish people and the incredible thousands of year long story of how they've overcome so many odds uh, through their faith in God, through their own understanding that, you know, if you walk in faith, God does the rest. So many people are inspired by this story. So this is what we're pushing. We have a lot of church support through the pastors that we work with, and we are finding that as we talk about this, more people get the courage to actually come forward and say, I actually love Israel. And Africa and Israel, from antiquity, have always had a very good relationship. And this is another narrative we're trying to bring to the fore to say, guys, don't be duped into believing that Christianity um, is represented by the anti-Semitism of Europe. Right. It's actually something that came through Africa directly from Israel, through Ethiopia and Egypt, through the Nubian kings and queens, we as African Christians, black and white, whatever, have a direct heritage as Christians from Israel. And we need to embrace that narrative and move away from the concept that anti-Semitism is naturally a Christian thing, as was, it, as was um, played out in Europe. If we've got time, I'd just like to unpack that a bit more as to, you know, how the government is, uh, how receptive the government is exactly to what you've just outlined. But okay, we've, we've got a bit to discuss, especially in terms of, um, your organization's uh, relationship with Israel, uh, with, well, with Israel and of course now with Africa. What's your take on the Sudan development? The Sudan development, it's interesting to see that they've actually been working on this since 2020 mm-hmm. um, and that it was they actually wanted to be part of the initial uh, phases of the Abraham Accords. And now that they're actually working on this, I think they're very inspired by what Chad has done 
Right. And what it says to us is that, you know, we've heard a lot of the time that Islam is a religion of peace, but that notion was made into a lie in many of our minds because of people like Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, you know, Iran, etc., the pay for slay, mm-hmm. uh, Holocaust denying Mahmoud Abbas, you know. But, you know, when you see that theologians within Islam are actually maintaining that, no, Islam is a, rel- a religion of peace. And then when you see the actions of the president of Chad and now this push for normalization of Sudan, it makes us believe that actually we have been seeing the negative side of Islamic extremism. But now I think we're going to have an opportunity to experience the beauty of Islam as a religion of peace. Well, that's the beauty. That, 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 precisely. That, that's the underlying point. Uh, it's certainly encouraging to see uh, these initiatives, well, yeah, taking place within that central part of Africa with uh, Chad and Sudan. Just to confirm, is Chad a signatory of the Abraham Accords? No, Chad, I do not believe is. Yes, I, th- I, I thought so. I think there's an initiative to get them on board. I just wanted to clear, uh, clear mm-hmm. that up because uh, I am going to be speaking to Roly and Marks later about the status of Sudan with the Abraham Accords. So we're not going to get into depth with that. But uh, speaking of now this African initiative and uh, looking at uh, connecting with uh, African countries, what are the initiatives uh, relating to Israel at the moment with Africa? Is there, is, is there a broader outlook? Are there more countries being targeted in this respect? There's more countries that are seeing with their right. own eyes what Israel has done across Africa and right. seeing that, look, if we want a better future for our people and ourselves as leaders, we should be embracing Israel as a partner for sustainable, mutually beneficial development. Right. I mean, in Ethiopia, they now have an avocado exporting industry where there was absolutely not even the inkling wow. of one okay. because of what Mashav has done through um, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs okay. uh, of Israel. And if you look at Angola, they're helping them with technology to harness their oil. Um, if you look at Ethiopia, like I said, uh, if you look at Burundi, uh, Rwanda, Rwanda now has the first AI center of excellence because of its relationship with Israel. That's you know, correct. Um, Mozambique have... is fighting terrorism with Israeli technology. So across the continent, leaders are seeing that Israel really is, is willing to get into the muckiness of our problems yes. with us and help us through them. Unlike other uh, political entities who just throw money at us and expect us to somehow miraculously change the way we've been thinking about things, Israel's actually coming and saying, this is how you change the way you're thinking about things. Right. Uh, this is how you change your approach so that you're actually mm-hmm. future-oriented and prosperity-driven, which is very important. Excellent angle to use. Uh, Pamela, great to be chatting to you. I wish uh, I could have just uh, run, and run, and run a few things by you, uh, which I wanted to broach, but we have run out of time. Pamela, uh, all the best in all your endeavors for, the, for 2023, and uh, perhaps we can chat again as to where uh, the South African Friends of Israel stand regarding initiatives within Africa and with Israel. Pamela Ngubani, General Manager of SA Friends of Israel telling us all about what's happening with relationships with uh, Africa and Israel and uh, the Arab world.